Welcome to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast, presented by Zenium HR. I'm your host, Brandon Laws. Whether you're an HR professional or a small business leader, each episode of this podcast is designed to bring you the latest in technical HR and leadership at your convenience. More content is available on our website at www.zeniumhr.com. Let's dive into today's topic. Welcome back for another episode of the Human Resources for Small Business Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Laws. Hey, in today's episode, I have an amazing discussion with Brad Compeer. He is an attorney who specializes in real estate transactions in Austin, Texas. He's got more than 17 years of experience working to improve the real estate closing experience for both commercial and residential clients and is a leading expert in the title and closing industry in Central Texas. He is currently the president and CEO of Capstone Title, a full-service title insurance agency, which he founded in 2014. So you may be asking yourself, okay, what is he doing on the podcast that is all about HR? Well, he has a business that is in a commoditized industry, and he has worked incredibly hard with his business partner to intentionally develop a culture where, for one, people are really excited about their work, but to attract customers that are passionate about the same things they are. So you're going to love this conversation. We talk all about the things that they've done at Capstone Title to intentionally develop the culture, to bring in the right people. And it's just a great story. So you're going to love this. One thing I wanted to mention, and it ties in really nicely with this, is I want to tell more, more stories. I want to I want to talk to people who have either, as an HR person, been in that seat at the seat of the table where they've really helped develop the culture, bring in the right people, and um, either had successes or failures in doing so. Or I want to talk to the business owner who who has led that charge and, and developed the business and their vision and bringing in the right people as well. So if you have any referrals for guests of the podcast that have an amazing story to tell, please uh, either email me, link is in the show notes, or reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter, whatever you want to do. Uh, you can find me any of those places. So anyways, I'll step out of the, out of the way. Enjoy the episode with Brad Compeer. Hey, Brad, it's so awesome to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you very much, Brandon. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So, give me your background. You you own a firm. You're an attorney. Like, what what are you up to nowadays? <laughs> so, the, my the, the main portion of my time right now is spent um, uh, leading uh, the title company. So, Capstone Title is a uh, title insurance agency, a Texas title insurance agency that uh, provides title insurance and residential and commercial closing services for uh, real estate transactions in and around the Austin area and really throughout the state of Texas. Um, I also am managing partner and owner of a law firm, Compere and Gorman, and we specialize in, in real estate transactions. Uh, and so I split my time between the two businesses, but quite frankly, most of my time is spent uh, with, the, with the title company because it's 
it's scaling quickly and we have you know, 18 team members. And so it, it definitely takes the bulk of my time. You're a busy, busy, busy man. What, <laughs> I'm a busy. What, what led I, I you am. to starting the title company? Uh, well, I've, so I've been, a, I've been an attorney now for, oh gosh, 18 years. And uh, most recently over the last 10, 12 years, specializing in real estate. And uh, I had a firm before I started these two businesses. And I was what was termed a fee attorney closing office. And that is effectively, we were a, a branch office, but run independently like a law firm of a, of a local agency here. We were able to close transactions uh, through our agreement with that local company. And so I, I got a taste of it uh, over about a five-year period uh, several years ago um, of, the, of the title business and the closing process. And... Uh, uh, when that when that that law firm disbanded and we went our separate ways, uh, I saw an opportunity to to start a true business. Um, you know, law firm is is definitely a different business mm-hmm. than a than a traditional business, and uh, saw the opportunity to uh, to take my experience and my and my book of business and 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 start an agency to uh, to really dive into a true business operation. Yeah, it's interesting. You said the. The fact that you're scaling the the title company, I think when, as an attorney, you're like, well, you basically have to be in it all the time because you're serving your clients and you you have kind of like a dentist. You have to kind of keep it running. You're you're the dentist, right? With the title company, the, you the, probably real you rely on people, right? You, you can hire people to to help you scale. Is that kind of what you're experiencing right now? Exactly, absolutely. And that comes with its own set of challenges. But uh, but yeah, the the law firm you're tied to the billable hour, uh, and that's just kind of the, yeah. the model. Uh, for most uh, attorneys. And so if you're not in the office and you're not billing hours, you're not making money. And with the more traditional businesses, you can you can bring on great people to help you build your vision. And that's what we uh, have done and are doing with Capstone Title. I'm glad you said vision because that was actually going to be my next question is what was the original vision for the business? And maybe you didn't have one at the time. You just saw the opportunity and then you had to create the vision later on. What What is that vision? Hey, you know, it's funny. I When I was thinking about Starting a title company, I, I sat down with a very close friend of mine who's a who's a very successful uh, re- residential uh, real estate broker here in Austin. And he asked me point blank. He said, "Are you passionate about title insurance?" And I kind of thought about it for a minute. I know I know where, where he was going with this, and 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 I said, "You know what? Not really. Um, you know, I love serving people. I love yeah. people, and I want to build something great with great people." And so that kind of became the 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 I guess our, our mission statement at first was let's build a great company with great people. Doesn't matter the industry. We're going to build a fantastic company. And through the process, um, you know, we, we, we had our, our core values too, which at the time were, you know, honesty, integrity, transparency, service and community and kind of the, the values around those, uh, around those, those topics. And it later morphed into quite frankly, the word love. And it was, uh, uh, we realized that we are about loving people and, uh, and we wanted to make sure that that vision and that, uh, that mission came through, shown through. And so right now it's our, our mission is a three, threefold platform. It's service, community and love. And that's what we talk about. And that's who we are. Um, and it's all about loving people. When, uh, when I, I have a business partner, uh, named Will Fair and Will, uh, owns a title company in, in Waco. Uh, Texas. And he had, it's been in his family. He's been in the title business all his life. And he and I sat down. He's now my business partner in Capstone. And we were introduced to a mutual friend, a banker here in town. 
And uh, when we sat down and kind of talked about our vision, what we wanted out of out of building a, a brand new business from from the ground up, he mentioned something to me that just really stuck with me. He said, "You know, business and life is 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 really simple. It's about loving people." And I just I just kind of took that to heart, and I realized, hey, we're we're meant to be partners because I feel the exact same way. And uh, and so it's really Capstone has really grown out of that concept. What's fascinating to me is in the five minutes you and I have been talking, you've probably mentioned the word people probably five, six times. And I think for most people think of a title company, they don't really think of people. They think of a transaction as part of a process. How do you get out of that uh, where you have an industry uh, or a business that most people think is very transactional, not relationship-driven whatsoever? How did you go about changing that paradigm for most people? Uh, really, it's about that that vision I, I mentioned, and it's also just about your actions and how how you how you operate day to day. And so, for me, one of the one of the the, the you know bedrocks of, of Capstone is giving people a great place to work. You know, we mm-hmm. spend at a minimum eight hours a day uh, working together, and so you, I want people to enjoy where they work. And our our industry and our our job can be very difficult at times. Uh, can be very humbling and and challenging. And so I want to create an environment and our team and our leadership team wants to create an environment where people enjoy what they do and they enjoy the, their work family and they enjoy coming to work and, and being a part of not just transactions, but about helping people because it really is about serving people. And that's why that service piece is first uh, in our, in our threefold uh, mission statement is it's that service piece. We really are truly serving people and, we want to lead every conversation with how can we help you? We truly want to help you close your transaction. We want to help you and your family get into that new home. We want to help you and your, your business, you know, buy that new piece of real estate and, and do it uh, in a way that, that, that makes them feel good, makes them look good and makes their life a lot easier. And, uh, and we'll do it with, with manners, with respect uh, you know, it's about yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, mm-hmm. sir, thank you, my pleasure, please use using your manners. I mean, it's a really, it's a basic concept of treating people well that I think gets lost a lot of the time. Yeah, you you founded Capstone Title in 2014. Is that what I heard you say? That's right. We kicked off January of 2014. And so most people, I think, when they they start a business, it's because there's an opportunity. There's a there's an opportunity to to make some money. Somewhere along the line, though, you came to this conclusion that you really needed to intentionally develop a culture, attract the right people, and really see through that vision. Where, at what point, like what happened, it, and maybe it just came to you one day. How did you come to that conclusion that you needed to build a great culture with great people? Well, I mean, a lot of it's education. Um, yeah. uh, you know, reading book. I read. I read voraciously. So you were inspired um, so, by maybe some books you read. Inspired by that, I also am. I'm a member of the Entrepreneurs Organization or EO, um, and the Austin chapter here. And uh, and so I've been a member there for almost six years, and I've learned so much through that organization about how to be a great entrepreneur, how to be a great business leader, and how to be a better person, quite frankly. And um, and so the support I've received through just reading and through through you know my connections and 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 the education I've received through EO really um, uh, kind of buttressed that 
that culture piece. In addition to, you know, and I, I had been a part of a, of, of past businesses and I've been a, an employee at past businesses and I've seen how people get treated. I've seen how people react to how they're treated. And, you know, I wanted to do it differently. Besides stating your, you know, your mission and your vision for the organization and just using words, what things uh, from a tactical standpoint are you doing to intentionally build that culture? I mean, you, you doing anything from, you know, a compensation or perks and benefits, uh, recognition program, anything that's really unique to, to capstone title that is worth sharing. That's been kind of a foundational piece for building that culture. Absolutely. And I love sharing this stuff because I, I would encourage, you know, other business, uh, the other small business owners yeah, to, we appreciate to, that. uh, to, re- to reproduce and, and, and do some, some of the things we're doing too. And it's not, I mean, we're not re- recreating the wheel by any means, but we're just being intentional about it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So some of the things we profit share, uh, that's first. We, uh, we celebrate uh, work anniversaries with a card and a $50 bill. Mm. Uh, and, and, the, and the note is, thank you for all you do. Go out and have a nice dinner with your spouse, significant other, friend, whatever. Love that. And there's something about um, that cash, too, that, that people love that cash versus the gift card. Yeah. Just It feels transactional, right? But the cash feels, exactly. something, it feels like something more. Right. And it's not a huge amount, but it just, it's something to say thank you. Yeah. Um, and, and, and to get recognition um, uh, and know that they're appreciated. Every week during our, our uh, Monday morning meeting, we have a company-wide Monday morning meeting every Monday at 945, and uh, we celebrate greatness from the week before. Mm. And so we talk about feedback we've received from clients or folks involved in the transactions. We compliment each other and thank each other for, for being uh, good team members, et cetera. We, uh, we recognize you know, uh, milestones and, uh, and other, other uh, achievements that, that individuals are making. So... That's a big part of that. And just it's just a vocal thing that we do during the meeting. So I think people appreciate that. About once a quarter, but at least a handful of times a year, uh, maybe twice, two, three times at a minimum, we, uh, we elicit specific written feedback from the team. We, we call it the, the stop-start-continue exercise. Mm-hmm. And we ask everybody, what do you want Capstone to stop doing? What do you want Capstone to start doing? And what do you want Capstone to continue doing? And we elicit... And, and we, we say it can be anonymous or you can put your name on it, whatever, however you want to, want to, want to turn it in. But please provide feedback so we can learn and we can grow. Um, we're a transparent company. We share our numbers with, and our financials with our, with our team members. And, uh, it's all about everybody being a part of a community. Um, and if, if it's a, if it's a top down, keeping secrets, everything's confidential. You only know what you, you know, what we allow you to know. It's, it creates drama, it creates friction, and it creates resentment. And I've seen it happen firsthand um, in the past. And so, you know, I wanted it to be different and allow people to feel to feel valued and appreciated. Do you mind if I pull the thread on that that transparency thing real quick? I the financial like sharing financials is always a fascinating topic to me. What? How much do you share? And do you mind me sh- just mentioning what you actually share with financials? I think that's. That's a really good piece of advice for a lot of people because they want to be tied to something bigger than themselves. And if you give insight as to, you know, the performance, you know, they're adults, they can, they can take it, but I want to know what you share. Absolutely. So we have basically three metrics that we follow every week. And so we, we, we run our, our business on the EOS traction operating system. It's the entrepreneur's operating system, Gino Wigman. It's called traction. And so every week we have our kind of the KPIs, the key performance indicators that we follow. And that's 
orders in the door, closings that happen, and revenue that comes from those closings uh, in both the commercial and residential. We actually separated it out just to, just to track it um, because the departments are a little bit different. But every week, we write it on the board. We have a whiteboard that, that we write the numbers mm-hmm. on and what our goals are and whether we've met the goal. And if we didn't meet the goal, the number's in red. If we didn't meet the goal, the number's in green. And so it's pretty, pretty straightforward. And, uh, and so we talk about those numbers. We look at the, the, the week before. And then at the end of the month, we kind of talk about the numbers from the month and, uh, how we did with our goals. And, uh, and so that, that's the, that's the real sharing that happens is every week and at the end of every month, we talk about our revenue, our profit, you know, how we did on our, um, on our KPIs and, um, and answer questions. And we're completely open with, with those. And we share, Hey, when we have a bad, to- a bad month, we talk about why and talk about what we're going to do to, to, to make it better. And then we, of course, we celebrate the great months. And then I mean, part of our, our, you know, we call the who we are and what we do is it's technically our employment manual. But part of that is, you know, we share our financials, anything we can legally share, which I think employment information, we can't. But other than that, ask, I will show you our, our, uh, our financial. No one's ever asked, but, um, but it's there for people to review, look at our budget, all that stuff if they want to. That is fascinating. Do your employees say, Anything about that, whether they love knowing that, uh, you know, the business performing well, or does it engage them more in their work? What, what have you heard from a feedback standpoint? I think, I think it, it, it definitely engages people more. So we were, we were recently named one of the best places to work in Austin oh, congrats. by the Austin Business Journal. And I think uh, some of the feedback we, we, we heard, uh, and it's anonymous feedback, but the feedback we heard from our team was that the, the transparency is great. And what's, what's interesting too is there's some, there's some people that came, you know, came to work for us that had worked for some maybe b- bigger companies or companies that, that operated differently. And, you know, they certainly never saw any, any financial information and they were just blown away. And, and, and it, on, on some level, it took some getting used to, you know, because they're, they're not used to knowing, oh gosh, we're, we had a bad month. Does that mean we're, we're, you know, we're going to shut down and lose, lose our jobs? And, you know, you have to, you have to go through that. It's okay to have bad months. You plan for it. That those are going to happen. Uh, you know, we, the, the good months, you know, offset that stuff and we have a plan in place and, and share, you know, share all that, the, the vision and the plan, but, uh, to make sure people feel comfortable with, you know, being able to, to peek under the kimono, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of title companies out there. Is the culture your differentiator? Cause I wonder like with, with compensation, and you know benefits if they're pretty standard across the board in your industry. If you can't do anything more than what your competitors are often offering, is that culture really why people, you know, come to you and stay with you? I, I definitely the retention piece yeah. and recruiting is is starting to get mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, it's a it's a competitive environment right now. Um, Austin, obviously, you probably know it's one of the hottest real estate markets yeah. in the country. And, uh, there's a lot of real estate transactions. Yes, there are. People are making, people are making a lot of money. (laughs) And, and, and quite honestly, a a lot of companies are overpaying for, for talent. And that's a, being a smaller company, we have a hard time competing with that. And so we can't throw a big, a big, a big check at somebody. Um, then we've got to be different. Um, and so it's, we're going to create an environment that people can enjoy their work. And I think that that's, more people are talking about that. And I think the millennial generation is that's more important to them is to yeah. really feel like they're a part of something bigger and they really enjoy the experience more than the money they're making. And I mean, the money's important. Obviously, we all need it or we wouldn't be working. But 
but it's it's it, I don't think it's the first yeah. thing. I think it's about the about the environment and the experience. So what are you doing to highlight that? So if, if recruiting, you said it's starting to come around, but you can't throw money at people in the labor market, it's really tight right now. And especially in a Texas where there's tons of transactions, you need great people. What are you doing to highlight the culture that you have? Uh, is it anything from a digital kind of marketing, employer branding standpoint that you're doing? Are you... Uh, just working off referrals, like how does that how does that work from a recruiting standpoint? Great question, and that's always that's always a challenge. <laughs> people right? people are struggling seems, with like this, it, so that's why I have to ask it. I, it seems exactly, and it seems like a CEO. That's a, that's a lot yeah. of what I do is is you know community involvement, recruiting, uh, etc. And uh, and yeah, it's uh, it's it's twofold. First is outreach via social media. So we have a we have a a, a PR and marketing firm, a third-party marketing firm that does our digital marketing um, strategy and and PR and uh, Zilker Media. Um, that's how we were connected, and uh, and they do they do our social media marketing. So and a lot of that is highlighting the, our culture and and talking about the, that business aspect uh, versus just real estate. And uh, the second is we incentivize our team members with a bonus. Of if you recruit somebody and they successfully stay on, you know, beyond 90 days, then you get a recruiting bonus. And so we incentivize our team to, to, to reach out because those are the, those, that's the best recruiting tool you can have is a happy employee, right? Uh, or a happy team member. And, and so, um, we, uh, we encourage that. We, we remind our team, Hey, there's an incentive out there if you, if you refer someone. And so some of our best, uh, our best team members have, have come through existing uh existing team members you had mentioned a little bit ago that for millennials especially compensation is important of course we need our basic needs met but a lot of times they want to work for something that's greater than themselves as an individual are you doing anything in the community that's just outside of what you're doing as a business for the community are are you involved in the community in a way that your brand is elevated uh, because people know that you're doing good in the community Yes, absolutely. And that's a big, that's a, it's an important thing to me. And thus, it's an important thing for, for Capstone to be a part of the community and give back. And so there's several things that we do. First of all, I'm involved in, in several, several boards, uh, as and nonprofits individually. So there's that piece of it. And which, you know, by, by default is an extension yeah. of Capstone because that's, you know, that's, it's me in a lot of ways. And, uh, second is, uh, so every month we have a team building event. So like just a few days ago, last week, we went bowling and we may just go have dinner. We may go just have a quick happy hour. We may go out on Lake Austin on the boat um, and do, do something as a team, offer an opportunity to get out of work, blow off some steam and have a good time together and, and build that, that, that cohesion. Once a quarter, that is a volunteer event. And so, uh, so last quarter, we went to Austin Pets Alive, which is a, an animal shelter here. And volunteered two hours of our time, helping whatever with whatever needed to be done, cleaning pens, feeding dogs, whatever they needed done. Uh, we've gone to the the area food bank and, and volunteered time there, and uh, and then a, a little more substantially, we have recently partnered with a local nonprofit called Austin Pathways, and they are associated with the Housing Authority of the City of Austin, which is the the you know the affordable housing here in the in the Austin area and. The Austin Pathways is a program that 
educates, that supports, that mentors the residents of these of these uh, housing projects. And uh, they also provide scholarships for those wow. that want to go on to higher education. And we recently partnered with Austin Pathways to not only provide a, a financial sponsorship, but also uh, roll up our sleeves and go give time to the to the organization. And it meshes really well with you know with our with our uh, our mission platform of, of service, community, and love. And that community piece that's that's where that comes in is we want to give back to the community. You know, we we're blessed to live in this wonderful city, to have a successful business. And we want to give back and, and, and show our appreciation to our community. And so that's a big part of what we do. Brad, there's a lot of our listeners are small businesses for one, but uh, either they're the leader of the organization and, you know, HR and the, and developing the culture falls on them. And there's a lot of HR professionals listening too. And they're in the same boat They're They may uh, have a small business and, uh, may work in a commoditized industry just just like yours. What is like? What's something you want to tell them? Like, get started with this. Like, if they don't have anything in place from a culture development standpoint, what what kind of advice would you give them? I think it starts with 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 getting together with your team and coming up mm-hmm. with values. What is important to you yeah. as people? Right? Not not necessarily as business. It's I mean, we need to profit and we need to you know, get market share, et cetera, et cetera. But really talking about who you are and why you do what you do and, and writing those things down and brainstorming your, your core values. What is really important to you? What's going to drive your decisions? What's going to drive your hiring? What's going to drive your firing? And if you can go back to your core values and, and make your important decisions, uh, then you've really established uh, that, that, that culture piece. And I think that, that that's, that's where you start is you really need to and spend time Going through it, and it's it's also important to get buy-in from everybody uh, that's on your team. Is you know not not be a top-down exercise where these are the values I live my life by, so therefore uh, we're gonna we're gonna run our company this way. Now, our values, I definitely live my <laughs> life by that, but I think so does everybody else, right? And that's it's important for us to hire people that believe in our values, and if they don't, that's fine. Well, I'm not offended. That's it's not a good fit, but but if you do. And you want to come in and you want to give, give your time and, 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 and be a part of our team. We would welcome it. And I, we know that, that, that you're going to have a good I love experience. That. I love that. I think it's great advice. And I think what's interesting about the value piece and getting people bought in is that not only are they going to value those things at work, but they, they value them in their personal life when they go home as well. And so I imagine that they will talk very highly about the work that they're doing when they're not in the office as well. And I think that's, that's only going to grow your brand. It's going to make you attract the right people and probably retain a lot of people too. So I think that's great. I think it's great work that you're doing. You know, an example, if you don't mind me sharing something real quick, we had a, a couple of our, uh, our team members um, were uh, approached mm-hmm. by another company and they were offered substantially more than they're making now to, to move. Uh, wow. And they chose not to. And not only did they choose not to, uh, they told them why, and then they turned around and shared it with with me. The fact that they had been approached, they turned it down, and they told me why. And it was a hundred percent that culture piece, uh, because I I couldn't match what what they were what they were offering, and it was it was out of the it was out of the normal range for for the market. It was above the normal range, and so it's 
you're seeing a lot of that. And I, I feel very fortunate. I'm very, obviously I'm very flattered and, and humbled that, that they, they would make that decision to stay with us and help us build our company. But it's just a testament to you treat people well and, and, and they're going to be loyal and they're going to be a part of the team. They're really going to dig in and be a part of it. And, and have it be a part of their lives. Well, Brad, this has been a phenomenal conversation. Uh, keep up the great work. Where uh, do you want people to learn more about you, about Capstone Title, or any any of the other work that you're doing? Absolutely. Um, so capstonetitletx.com is our website. Uh, we have a blog. Uh, you can learn about our team, about our values, uh, about our vision. And, uh, and then we have a, a blog as well where, where we talk about our team. We talk about some of our real estate partners in, in the Austin area. And we talk about culture and we talk about our, our business. And, uh, and then if anyone wants to learn more about Austin Pathways and just the incredible work they're doing and maybe how that could be recreated in a, in a different market, you know, that's austinpathways.org. And, uh, and it's a really neat, uh, a neat program that's helping our community. Amazing. One thing I, w- I should mention is that, so we're, I'm in Oregon. Uh, a lot of our listeners are in Oregon, but ironically, our third most uh, listeners are in the Texas area. So I'd say listeners, if you're in Brad's area, look him up and look up Cadstone Title and see what the work that they're doing. It sounds like they're, they're building a great business and you, I mean, they're a great case study. So, um, thank you. I appreciate that, Brandon. I would welcome a, a call, an email, a, grab a cup of coffee, grab a beer, whatever. I love, I love talking about this stuff. Uh, I'm passionate about it. And, uh, and I always love meeting new people too. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Brad. I appreciate you having me, Brandon. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the human resources for small business podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our blog at www.zeniumhr.com forward slash blog and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn to hear about the latest in HR and leadership. The information on today's episode is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as legal or customized advice for you or your organization. This podcast is hosted and fully produced by Brandon Laws, that's me, and created and owned by Zenium Resources, Inc. For more information or to contact us, visit www.zeniumhr.com.